Anything you wanna be, everything you wanna see, anything that you can dare, I'll be there. I know you feel real small, then you act like you know it all. Sooner or later, you take that fall, and I'll be there. I'll be there. Skip yourself from town to town. Keep your feet on the ground. Feel the wind through your hair, and I'll be there. The path that your life will take, designed by the choices you make. Have grace in all you do, 'cause I see you, little girl. I see you. Mary Carlson from her new album Shine. I'll be there, and Mary Carlson is on the line. And Mary, congratulations on your new CD. Thank you. 
I'll Be There, the song we just heard, that is a song you wrote for your kids? Yes. I saw a news program quite a few years ago, and it was about a woman who had terminal cancer, and she wanted to do these videos so when their, her kids were older, she could explain things like, you know, how, this is how you put on makeup. Um, all the things that would be coming up that she wouldn't be there for. This, this is horribly sad. So I just I just broke down and just cried and then um, went and wrote the song. So you thought about your kids when you saw that yeah, story. Yeah, it was really tough. So it's safe to yeah. say that having kids has influenced your songwriting. Oh, absolutely. You When you first start writing songs and you're younger, it's mostly about love and relationships because that's what you're going through. And then, you know, once you settle down, um, you have to cast a wider net and you're inspired by uh, different things because you, you're settled in your relationship part of your life. <laughs> that's if you get that all settled, it's very difficult to write about how wonderful things are. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. So yeah, so I just, I find inspiration. I have to find inspiration now in, in uh, the life around me, and that's a lot of, to do with my kids. When you started a family, I mean, that puts a lot of pressure on you. Was there ever a time when you thought your musical career was going to uh, end? Well, when I signed to Dual Tone quite a few years back, I was in Nashville. I think the the CD was done, and uh, I was there for some other reason. And let me backtrack. A, a, a month before, I was also traveling, and I was talking to my four-year-old on the phone, and she was telling me about how she lost a tooth and how the tooth fairy was going to come that night, and she was so excited. And I just was, after I hung up, I'm like, I should be the one putting that you know dollar under the pillow or... And I just, I, I didn't feel good. And then about a month later, I was in Nashville and the babysitter calls me and, and says, um, Carly just fell and cracked her head and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> and I just, uh, you know, you don't call a mom that's 1700 miles away and say that. We got it all figured out, but that night I couldn't sleep and it was very difficult. Um, for me to continue to be away from home because I felt like the worst mother in the world and I didn't want that. My childhood was very rocky and I wanted my kids to have a very safe, secure place. You know, I, I needed to be there. So after that CD came out, I decided that I needed to not travel. And that's when I started doing the children's music so that I could take the girls with me and we could, uh, you know, be together and I could still do music and I you know I didn't have to travel I did all that around in the Milwaukee area your new album shine is with Y&T records and it seems like I mean you sound better than ever you're in your old form uh what was it that got you back into uh recording again my kids are teenagers and they don't need me as much and they you know drive themselves places so I'm not constantly chauffeuring them around and uh, doing all the mom things they're pretty independent so I'm finding myself with more time 
but I think the thing that set us in motion was the producer that I work with, Jansen Press, who was my guitar player down there in, in Florida. Um, he took an old track that never really worked because I didn't like the tempo. And he, he worked on it, you know, just for funsies. <laughs> and he sent it to me. And I just started crying. I, I was like, this is how I've always heard it in my head and we could never get it right. And I, and that was the, 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 the shove of the boat out into the water. What do you attribute? I mean, you said Jansen Press produced the CD. What was it? What was it that he did? He just made, uh, took a song that I thought never was going to see the light of day and said, no, it's, it's here. It's right here. You just need to just change a few things. And with technology, the way it is now, it's amazing. You, you can do things that you, when you recorded something on tape in a studio, the editing is very difficult. <laughs> But now when everything's on a computer, uh, it's just crazy. You know, for this CD, I tracked here in Milwaukee, four songs and, and we did, you know, went in the studio, did bass and drums and guitars. Um, but the rest of them, Jansen, I would send him a demo and he would send it to a drummer in Nashville and he would send it to, you know, a bass player in Atlanta. And so we never were in the same room. This, uh, that's, that's not fair. I mean, this is a folk music show and it seems, I know. I, I always think that doing it live and doing acoustic is the best, but you can't not do it alone. And it's so important the post-production and to make the music sound good and that's really across the board you know? right i agree i i i love that vibe of vibe of everybody being together in the studio and you're just chilling and you're making music uh but it's not cost effective <laughs> so if you don't only have a small budget really this is just the best way to to really make your music without like, having to bust the bank well it's, it's making it easier for everybody now everybody has a computer everybody's doing right. this and there's so much music mm -hmm. out there Uh, well, what's what is the difference between when you started in the music business here in Miami and now? I mean, what what are the differences? So much, you know. Back then, your goal was getting on a major label, getting a record deal, and now those labels uh, aren't so important because you know we're cutting them out and going around with the internet, and you can just hire a publicist, and you really don't need them anymore. With with there's so many ways around that. So that's a huge difference. And um, I think the, the live scene is really struggling. I mean, but even without the pandemic, the live scene was always uh, for original music. Um, you know, when, when I started, we had Woody's on the beach and the talk house, and there were so many places, Washington Square, so many places to play. And the last time I was down there, it's very, very few and far between now. So that's very sad and it's hard to, uh, you know, get get any kind of traction if you can't go out and play your originals. Do you have a lot of places to play in Milwaukee? A few, um, but it is uh, less and less every day. Milwaukee in the wintertime, there's only a few places to, to play. And then in the summer, we have Summerfest, which is the best outdoor festival in the country. Uh, why? So why, do you, why do you, what is Summerfest? There's like, 25 stages it's kind of like a you know it's like a Lollapalooza kind of thing but the you know that goes on for two weeks 
all these stages, all kinds of music. Uh, it's terrific. And you just walk around and you hear different music and you, you know, you get a beer and <laughs> it's just terrific. Anyway, so. Have not, you, not have only... you performed at Summerfest? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Quite a few times. When we were touring with Atlantic, we would come through town and we'd always play Summerfest and it's just terrific. So, uh, but there's also like tons of church festivals and, um, you know, when you're cooped up inside for months and it doesn't stop snowing, uh, when the summer comes, everybody just is, goes a little nuts and gets outside and there's, there's a lot of music. It, it, it sounds like it was a big adjustment, you living here in South Florida and then moving into such a different area. Yeah, I grew up in the Midwest, the Chicago okay. area, so um, and moved down there when I was, you know, 18, something, 19. So uh, it was kind of nice coming home. I, I missed the seasons and the snow. Now I say that, and I'm like, no, I don't miss the snow. Uh, well, speaking yeah, of so seasons, there's a new video that came out along with your new album. Well, which song is that? Because you have this, the, the fall colors on those trees, and it, it's such a gorgeous video. It, I couldn't stop staring at it. Uh, that is for the song One Step Away From Home. And it kind of was about going home, and I, I shot some of the footage um, driving down to see my brother in Florida. With what? With an iPhone? Yeah, yeah, an iPhone, and a, you just put it on a little stand and drive. That was so, it's uh, so beautiful. It's such clear, crisp pictures. Some of it is stock footage. You know, that's another way to, you know, do videos and not have to have a huge budget. Did you? You didn't edit the video, did you? Yeah. Yes, I do. I do all the video editing as well. Wow. I learned how to do that. My brother have a or had a production company in LA, and they taught me how to use Final Cut before Apple bought it. Um, it was a, a, a program, a video editing program, and so I learned to do that working on some of their projects. It's a very inexpensive way to do your own videos if you can do all that editing yourself. Congratulations. It's a beautiful video. And let me play the song while I'm at it. Why did you, uh, is, is that a new song, One Step Away From Home? Yes. It, and it's about, you know, the dichotomy of your, of your life. If you had made a different choice where your life might have ended up. Um, and then you think, well, if I didn't do this, uh, what would I miss? And so it's kind of about taking, trying to, uh, you know, I think everybody would like to have two different, be able to experience two different lives if you made a different choice, like about a career or a relationship. And you go back and wonder, gosh, what if I, what if I did that differently? What would it be like? So that's what it's about. Here's Mary Carlson from her new album, One Step Away From Home. Still go back there. The streets are empty. 
And the trees are all there and I wish that I could catch a leaf and fly, catch a leaf and fly. Mary Carlson, from her new CD, Shine, I'll Be There. You mentioned earlier that your career has been like a roller coaster. Your first album here was in Miami with Y&T Music. You went on to sign with Atlantic and Dual Tone. Uh, major pressure on you to do some touring, to sell those albums, and then you uh, went not into seclusion, but you obviously gave up a lot uh, leaving those labels and now your new album is back on the uh, independent label Y&T Music. How do, you, how do you recover from those ups and downs? In the beginning, it was uh, difficult um, when um, everything started to implode in the industry. 
you know, because MP3s were coming out and people weren't buying CDs anymore. And, and I think a lot of labels just kind of imploded. That was, you know, difficult change and, and adjustment. But, um, you know, I, I wrote this song, uh, Friends Along the Way, which is kind of about that adjustment. You know, I met so many great people and, and so many great friends and people I still keep in contact with. And then you just kind of um, get back to enjoying playing music just to play music, not to have a goal or try to, you know, sell records or whatever. Um, you know, you wake up one day and you're like, I just feel like playing the guitar just because I want to play it. Or I just feel like writing the song just because I want to write. And that doesn't matter if anybody ever hears it. Um, you know, you got to get back to that place. And um, I really feel like I'm there now. Was there a time in your career when you realized you had you couldn't do it alone, that you had to give up parts of it so you could move further? Yes, with the major labels. That's one great thing about being on YNT because uh, they give the artists the, the room to make their own decisions and, um, you know, make music the way they want to do it. And major labels... Uh, with Atlantic I wanted to use my band and they wouldn't let me every label picks the songs and and you don't have a whole lot of stay in what's going on did they try um, to change your image they hired a stylist for some photo shoots and I don't think they were very um, heavy-handed in that way speaking um, of stylist Mary the cover of you on your new CD shine makes you look like you're 18 years old <laughs> I tell everybody, it's just like, that was taken with an iPhone, and it's just, you know, you just got to do the lighting right, and, <laughs> and I have to take like a hundred photos before I get the one that, you know, that will look like that, right? It's a little blurry, but whatever. Is I that important? I, I know a lot of musicians who don't want to, uh, I, I know you're a mother of teenagers, I'm not going to ask you your age, but that's an important part of music if you're trying to sell music, is to, is to appeal to the young audience. Yeah, you know, you you know, you have, who doesn't want to look good? But um, <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't going to be an album cover. It was just you know, and that's the thing about photos. You just when you try too hard, I don't know, they, they never seem to come out right. But yeah, I have to take a, a fifty photos before I get one. I just went through a, a, a shoot to for this to get some promo shots and oh my God, you look at them and you just think, these are hideous. And then you're like, oh, this one isn't bad. And it's just the way the light, you catch the light, you catch that expression. Um, how long did it take the album to make uh, in the studio, in post-production? Was it a difficult album to make? No, it, it went pretty smoothly until we were down there, you know, in March, just before the pandemic really hit. And uh, it was supposed to come out you know, in April of last year. But then um, with the, this whole new crazy virus, YNT didn't want to release anything because everybody was so freaked out about what was going on. You know, nobody's going to care about music when they're trying to stay alive. So it got put on hold. And then in that time that we were on hold, I, I was listening to it and I'm like, you know what? I, I'm not happy with these mixes. So I took that time to remix everything and then had to be remastered in that time. And then when we sent it to the manufacturer, 
uh, the sequence of the songs was wrong and didn't match the artwork. <laughs> so that put us back. It's just like, ah. So in a way, it was it, it was difficult because we had some hurdles. Well, I guess it's fortuitous then that you, it was held up. Yes. It, it, yeah, you know, it's just, uh, yes, it was a, a, a lucky kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. So what happens now? Now that you're on an independent label, Y&T Music, how's that different from being on Atlantic and and, uh, and Dual Tone? It's not, you know, it's um, it's not really too much different. Uh, you, you try to, you know, support the album and try to get people to listen to it. Uh, what what's different now is is the whole streaming is a whole new thing, and it's there's all these analytical and algorithms, and uh, it's a whole another world out there. So we're learning about that. That's a little bit different. Well, what do you do with that information? It's always beyond my comprehension, but I know those numbers are important to reaching an audience. Right. It's it's kind of complicated. You, you know, you just think, oh, well, I'll just put this on, on Spotify. And it, it tends to bury artists unless you really know how to launch something on, on a streaming site. And uh, not to get too much into a, a huge story, but if you go in and, um, and you're an artist and you want to put your songs on Spotify, you want to try to get on an editor's playlist because then you will get more people listening. You'll get heard. And if you're not on one of those playlists, it's uh, very difficult to get your music out there. It's it's a whole nother beast. Is radio still important? Well, I don't think there's as many for my, what I'm doing is used to be called AAA. And those radio stations are um, few and far between. I mean, thank God you're there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, you know, we have to, you have to find the right station that, you know, will play uh, somebody that isn't Taylor Swift, you know. Well, AAA is a, a different genre of folk music. It, it, it's a challenge for you to appeal to the folk music DJs because that's not what you're really going for. Yeah, I, you know, I, I love folk and I, I think I'm going to um, explore doing some, you know, that's kind of how I started out. I, that's, well, that's a, a lot of the things I listen to singer-songwriters, a lot of folk music. So, yeah, I'm toying with an idea of doing um, some covers of uh, old songs that um, the production might not have been, you know, in country folk, that genre. Um, some songs that might have been forgotten uh, that are great songs and just got, you know, buried. Mary Carlson is on the line. Her new CD is called Shine. One more question before I play another song. Your kids are now teenagers are they yeah. are they into music do they like what you're doing um the music they listen to is uh, uh one of them is she just listens to new you know pop stuff but my younger one is really now into like 60s and she's asking me about the mamas and papas and i'm like oh my god i'm so excited <laughs> we have something to share so we listen to a lot of uh, Simon and Garfunkel together, and um, and then she plays me new stuff that I've never heard of before. She played me this band called Somersault. They're kind of like very influenced by Beach Boys, real '60s vibe. I just love them. Um, so we we trade off. Like I, I tell her about old bands, and she tells me about new ones. Mary Carlson, 
Congratulations to you and Rich Uloa of YNT Music. Finish with the title cut from the album, Shine. Tell me the story behind that. This was the song that Jansen um, toyed with and, and made come to life. It inspired the whole album. Yes, yes. Uh, and I just I just loved it. I, it's, it's strange because when I wrote it, it wasn't about what I feel like what it's about now. And I don't know if I'm saying that right. Well, you leave the interpretations of the yeah. songs up to the listener. Yes, yes, because it always stinks when, when you, you see a video and you've already always thought the song meant was something else. And then you see this video and you're like, yeah, no, I didn't need that imagery. I have my own in my head. <laughs> Mary Carlson, congratulations and thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. No, thank you. Thank you so much. Here is Shine from Mary's new album. And here it is The end of a day You look at me And I know what you wanna say Is this all there is? Is this all there is? When you're young, you're allowed to dream so damn big. So this is my turn And now is my time I waited a whole life to see what I'd find Didn't we fly through the 
Shine.